0: Let's welcome in a former black cap himself, a fine cricketing commentator, and probably someone who probably won't accuse me of Wellington bias after my love letter to and Ravindra. Craig Cumming, you can even see the genius of the young man.
1: Yeah, good morning, Daniel. Yeah, you're right. And, um, yeah, it just just what you said then blows it away, doesn't it? It just outlines how good he's been. And, you know, I suppose the question would have been, uh, if Michael Grace was fit, you know, would he have actually been yeah. um you know, that's, that's the unbelievable thing, I suppose. Life's about taking opportunities. And I, I would admit, and I'm going to put my hand up, before the first game, I was sitting with my, my son watching, I said, oh, you know, I don't know about much. And I mean, he's a he's, he's quality player. And, you know, is it a bit early for him. And then woke up the next morning and my son walked in. how had to go around that. He um, got a hurry to get to you know, England. And then the one the other night was just, I was out of this world, it was, it was the highest quality of you know, cricket. Yes, the pitch was flat, but everything going around, he, he's just showing, um, and, and what you know, what, how good he is. And you've got good give New Zealand cricket a real credit here, Daniel, in the way that they've treated him in the last couple of years. They've given him opportunities. They took him to Bangladesh. Um, they played over there, and I suppose just drip through him opportunities. And even Wellington cricket, from a young age, they've they picked him. He's done different roles for them, but he's always played, um, and, and he's developed his experience by. Probably never be worried about a spot and just going out there and playing and having the confidence of the people behind him. And we're now seeing the opportunity for you know a real superstar. And we want to know who's going to replace Kane Williams. and We wanted to know who's going to replace you know a Martin Guptill. But we've got a guy there who's just showing that he can do that. And you know how exciting for not only him but New Zealand cricket fans.
0: I've always seen a player who looks gorgeous getting to 30, to 50, to 60, to 70. Probably the big scores had been lacking in that. Is that? You know, you're involved at the top level in identifying talent. Is that what you want to see? You know, and that you feel over time someone will figure it out to bat that extra hour to make it a match-defining knock?
1: Well, you only learn that then you by playing. Uh, you only learn that by going through those experiences. Uh, I think what's probably helped them in this New Zealand side is that they they don't even talk about hundreds. See, they came with some... Yeah, they've seen it. does not really acknowledge hundreds, um, especially in the yeah. white ball, because it's actually... It's not about that. It's actually about playing a match-winning performance or you know, having a performance that helps set the team up to win. So you get 100 off 130 balls, and you've got 100, but you haven't done anything towards the game. And I, I think that's probably helped. But, um, what helped also is you're chasing 380, so you really don't have a chance to sit back and go, well, you know, oh, I'm going all right here. You've just got to keep going and keep going. And in some ways, as a cricketer, that helps you when you know first and milestones get thrown out the window and everything I've heard about Rutton and um, you know seen about him he's not worried about those things he is a 10 first player um, he's not getting to 90 and, and oh, I like to get 100 here it's always about a team and um, but that comes from just growth that comes from being around good people and that just comes from playing the game and learning it and one thing I think everyone hears about him he's, he's been a He's been a cricketer his whole life, and he's just loved the game, and I dare say he's a guy that just sits there and listens and takes things in and and just just works really, really hard and just wants to get better, and and we're seeing that with the way he plays, and again, but he's in an environment that allows that to happen, which is really special.
0: Yeah, and he's surrounded by players who have really, really good one-day international records, so... You know, if this was maybe the 80s or 90s, there'd be a lot of pressure on him to come in and be the magic tonic. He doesn't need to be. He's part of a team. I, I can't think of a top order this deep one day cricket New Zealand cricket history, that is. Would, would you agree with that sentiment? Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just got to look. They're, they're funny, we've been raving about how well they've been playing, yet but now in a really sticky situation where, you know, they've got a pretty tough day. Good start, good draw, to be fair. Um, yes. But, you know, he, he's amongst the I team. Mean, if you never at his side, I mean, you know, but, they're, they're actually highly experienced. And the fact that a lot of guys have played a lot of cricket, even though some of them are still young, you know, you've got, you know, even Conway, we know the story behind him. He played in South Africa. He, he, he's in his 30s. He's played a lot of cricket. Um, you know, even Dale Mitchell, uh, the same. You know, Mark Jadman on a different style. You know, you've got Dylan Phillips. He's still been around a long time. Um, you've got a guy called Kane Winston sitting on the bench at the moment who you can sit and have a chat to. So they've, they've, got, they've got a lot of experience. Guys have gone through a lot outside of just the international game. And what they've done is they've come together and, and they're telling and saying, well, we've got our job to do. Um, and they've obviously got the freedom to do it, and, and that's really important. What I feel a little bit sorry for is Will Young. Um, well, Will's still averaging in the mid-40s, and he's been in and out and, and out. And that's really, really hard to deal with mentally. And yes, yes Rutchins now outperformed him, but still it's really hard for someone like Will Young, who is doing everything right and playing really well. But yeah, he's in and out, so he's the one that always feels like my place is up for grabs. So for him to even show the confidence to go out and play the way he does is great. and What a great guy to have at the moment who's been popping in and out. Um, and that's probably the strength of the side of someone like Will Young being able to dub his own personal, probably, you know, anxieties around you know, selection. And still put the team first. And and if you've got players like Will in your
0: environment, then you are going to be a good side because the people above them have to be very, very good. Yeah, and it's it's a sign of the depth uh, we've just uh, discussed, isn't it? That uh, Will Young, a really good one-day player, might be on the sideline. But let's get to that game. Extraordinary game, wasn't it? Uh, To chase down nearly 390, and the fight they showed. Um, after overs probably 15 was really impressive but Craig those opening 15 overs could not have gone any worse we don't want to ignore those, uh, was it was it just a freakish partnership from two left handers or were there some more worrying signs when you looked at it from a New Zealand perspective well no, it
1: was hard because actually I was we had a practice game for the Sparks, we were playing the magicians and I jumped in the car to drive back to the motel, and I think about 120, you know, for none off you know, about 11 hours, and I just about, you know, pulled over. And part did I don't hear that right, but then when I look back, I think, I think perfect still. I mean, while we hate it and we, we, we don't like it, David Waller is playing exceptionally well. Um, and what they did is Travis Head come out and just had the freedom to swing hard, and, you know, maybe we were a little bit deer in the headlights like for a but that can happen. Um, and what was so impressive was the way that we actually pulled it back. You know, Phillips did a really good job with the ball, and, um, you know, they did a really good job in that back end. They lost a little bit of control in that sort of mid-40s overs, and then they they finished well. But when you look at it, um, you know, we really chased down that score. So, um, you know, you could probably say 350 was par, um, and um, while they went about their method different than us, um, it just showed the difference between them. You know, being was a at four or five runs, that, you know, at the end of the day, we, we were far off. Um, and yes, we had to bat very well, but we put their bowlers under pressure too. So um, they want we'll to get better, and I think they'll be better for that experience. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, both and Henry have been really important for us. And, and the opposition will go, hey, if we go after them. What else have they got? And they went after Ferguson, and we've been going in with four bowlers and making up that last block or that last 10 with part-timers. They said, let's go out there, big dogs, put them under pressure. And um, probably what they didn't expect was that our, our looser parts actually did a really good job. But, you know, I think that's just the way the tournament is. People will target certain bowlers now and, and go after them and put others under pressure. And, you know, South Africa will do the same. South Africa got a slightly different method. They, they start a little bit more conservative in that first five to ten overs, and what yep. you see them do is their, their graph just goes up. So what they do is they want to have a secure start. Yes, they've got the cock who's playing brilliantly. Um, but they have that secure start, and then what they do is they just go up and up and up and up and up. So to be successful against South Africa, you have to take either early wickets or continue to take wickets throughout the inning so you don't let one of their players get set. Because if they do, we are going to be chasing a big total again.
0: Yeah, that, that, that middle middle order of Markram, Clarsen and Miller are literally frightening aren't they? I think Markram, you know, strike rate of 99 and he's the lowest of the three. Uh, Clarsen's 117, Miller's 104 and they've played a lot of cricket
1: Yeah, and and as I say, the secret is they get set. And what they do is they have a nice start. Um, So if we can nick one or two out in that first six, seven overs you bring them in earlier, uh, you ask them to start against the new ball and then we've just got to keep somehow picking up wickets to, to always ask a new batter to keep starting. But if we don't pick up wickets and we allow them to get set, as you just said with those strike rates, they just go through the roof. So um, their method's are a little bit different, but they've been successful. They did it really well against Australia before the World Cup. They've got Rob Walter, who's the coach. Um, spent you know, five years down here at Otago and then one with CD, so he knows the New Zealand players well. But at the moment, they're trucking very, very nicely. Um, and this is really important for us, this game, Daniel, because we don't want to finish fourth. Um, the reason we don't want to finish fourth, I mean, we don't want that. You know, beggars, can't be choosers when it comes to semi-finals. But you don't really want to be playing India, do you, in the, in the semi final So if we can win tonight and then have another win, um, you know, we can lock in either second or third, which means we'll probably play Australia or, or maybe South Africa again. Um, that's really important for us because we don't want to get in there.
0: You you mentioned before about the balance of the bowlers that we are getting through 10-overs with part-timers. Do you like it? Is that the smart play? You want to see that continue?
1: Oh, it's easy from here to say. um, Well, I mean, the way Phillips is gone, um, you can't argue with that. Um, You know, Chapman was playing. I, I just wonder whether... They now will say actually we're better off going with James Nisham, and then James Nisham does give them that extra bowling option. Um, I, I would have thought at the start of the tournament, Daniel, that Ish sodi would have had a massive part to play, um, and yeah. you know, he hasn't been picked. But you, uh, you can't sort of argue. The only thing I thought was the other day when they're playing Australia that you know, I'd love to see Ish Sodi come on. He's, they've got two left-handers; he can bowl as wrong. and maybe then that's when we're missing someone like Ish. But, by playing someone like Chamber Nisham, you do get the opportunity to strengthen your batting. So, um to me I actually think maybe Nisham now might have moved to hit of Chapman. I'm not sure if he's fit to yeah, either. But but by having Nisham there you've got that back up at the bowling. he bowls it. There. He was a bit unlucky the other day, like he had a couple of catches dropped off him. Um, he went for twenty six off and over, I think it was. You could see him standing there, he had two catches dropped, going, What's going on? I, I think I hate this game again. Uh, <laughs> but it does give up us- it does give us slightly better balance. Um, it gives us the strength of batting, and it just gives, um, just gives them that option of another bowler if they need one, which I think as you go deeper into the tournament and when you play teams like South Africa, you do need to have um, a couple of more options up your sleeve. And with Phillips doing so well with the spin, um, then, uh, you know, that's starting to pay off. So, um, you know, to me, that might be the sensible play.
0: You are involved in the domestic game. Everything uh, good down under target. You were delighted with weather at Hagley Oval the other day, I'm sure.
1: Uh, you yes. know, yesterday my son was playing. Um, they got out of Japan. It was just about drizzling for the last two hours. And, and they probably did well to stay on even that long. But, uh, good. No, we are preparing, obviously, for, um, you know, of the, of the Sparks. We had a practice game against Canterbury yep. at the weekend in Timaru. That place where the home champions, so it was nice to head back to Timaru and, um, we get underway in about sort of I think we've got three more weekends and the HBJ gets underway so um, I think all the domestic I men's games obviously is around two of the Plunkett shield um, it's always tougher to this time of year with pitches and um, for big runs but um, it's good to see you know some good cricket being played and yeah you know, I think all the the women's sides are, are working really hard and um, you know getting ready for the hBJ we'll have the side with our white teams playing uh, throughout. Part of the competition uh, before they play Pakistan in December. So yeah, I think everything's trucking well. We've just got to um, yeah, we're just looking forward to playing some cricket.
0: And what's more stressful, facing Brett Lee or watching Jacob Bat? Being a proud dad. Oh, <laughs> and all,
1: honestly, I think I'd rather. Yeah, I've got worse as I get older. I don't know. Um not <laughs> about it. So what? No, he's doing all right. He's just got it. He's just got to learn to get. He's just got to learn to get past 30. And, um, and um, I've been I the batting this time of the year. I mean, um, it's has experience, and um, the game's not easy. And yeah, as tough as it is for him, it's even harder being a, a parent watching. I can tell you that. I didn't think yeah, it okay. so hard actually. Anyway, I not don't, I don't <laughs> thought much about it. But you know, you do some stupid things. The other day, I was at Omaru and he was batting, and I wouldn't leave Amaroo because I was watching until well, it was going to be stumps.
0: And then he got out. So um, I was parked up on the side of the road. It's just bloody ridiculous. <laughs> Any son who keeps their dad in Omaru. has got some explaining to do. Sid, always a pleasure, mate. Love, love listening to you. Thanks for your time. Go well. Thanks, Daniel.
1: Anytime.